Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is the Sunday League Show Extra. This is episode 11 of our much-loved prediction show. Uh, I am joined tonight uh, by Dan Cavell, um, Stephen from Peckham Wright A, Dan Bela uh, and Amari. No Russell or Omar tonight, sadly. Uh, neither of the boys can be here. Um, uh, Omar will be back. I'm not sure about Russell. So if anyone from the uh, Quota Municipal uh, listening community can can spare an hour on a, on a Wednesday evening um, to record this podcast, please get in touch with us at Podcast Silk or to our Gmail, uh, silkpod at gmail.com. Uh, as I say, we'll put you in a group and you have to listen to some pretty rubbish chat about the world cup and stuff like that at the minute, but um, <laughs> just being available for an hour or so on a Wednesday night um, would be uh, preferable. Whereas we're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, that's rubbish, but we're trying to keep it to Wednesdays. Anyway, gentlemen, how are you? We are enjoying the world cup as a collective. Steve's making lots of um, uned- uneducated comments about it. Uh, not seen too much of it, mate. Have you? Oh, I've only missed one game. I promised you that was today. <laughs> I've enjoyed the nil-nil draws. I'm a defensive expert, so you know I like the uh, like the defences performing well. The clean sheets of Beckham A telling us that. Oh, of course, yeah. You just need the right players for it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But has it been a good week, Cavell? Has it been? You had a good day yesterday, by the looks of it. Yeah, well, I've just been literally watching the World Cup. I put Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off, so. Yeah, this morning's game was the first one I missed and I sort of had it on while I've been working today. So, yeah, it's been a, I feel a bit rough now. So, Three days of drinking. Vila, uh, yeah. how's your week been? Yeah, do you know what? World Cup has been really lovely, hasn't it? Being yeah, it's been good. I, 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 I like honestly, it. I wasn't, I wasn't buzzing. I wasn't like over the moon for it to come, maybe just because of the time of year and stuff. But now it's here. I'm absolutely loving it. It's so good. You're yeah. not allowed to say that, apparently. Yeah, you're not, not allowed to. Enjoy- Andrew gets annoyed. No, you can you can enjoy it. You, you, this is, I think, this is nice having it mid-season like this. You're seeing fresher players. Um, I, I don't know what it's going to mean for football, football, the, the league stuff when we get back to that in May or June, whenever it's finished. The players are going to be absolutely wrecked. But mm-hmm. it's it's been really refreshing um, to see uh, games like this in in winter. It's been a nice change and. Um, you know, forget the political stuff, and and you have to forget it. Otherwise, you could just we we could do a a, a, a series of podcasts about um, all the shit stuff around the um, World Cup. But the football itself has been absolutely brilliant, and we sh- we should be we should be enjoying it. Just as I think football. it's been a leveler as well. I think where it's during the season, I think where people haven't had sort of two or three friendlies and three weeks together, it's been a leveler. That's why yeah. there's sort of been so many shocks. Agreed, agreed. <clears throat> Amari, how are you getting on with it? Are you are you enjoying it? Yeah, I've had it on in the office every day, but um, 
half my office is Chinese, so they're not even in the World Cup, so they don't really want to watch it, but they've got a choice. They haven't got a choice. The most, I think it's the biggest sporting event in the world, isn't it? The World Cup. Most watched, most viewed anyway. Yeah, over a billion, isn't it? A billion point something. Something about yeah. that. Some crazy number like that that's hard to even sure get rid of. Get it gone, Stato. Well, no, what I did find funny, though, was the, the lady in uh, I'm a Celebrity thought that the women's Euro final got more supporters than, more viewers than the men's Euro final. <laughs> Jill Scott, the striker for England. The yeah, <laughs> there were only I think it was 200 or 20 or 200 million it was, I know it was a big gap in that but there was a massive gap in between the viewing numbers so I don't know who was watching it in our end it's all of her family <laughs> <laughs> she's got a winner's medal anyway right let's get in yeah. let's review some of the well, all of the scores from last week uh, we had four of our um, 16 games called off because of the weather last week so it was down to whatever 48 takeaway uh 12 is i can't do that off the top of my head 36 (laughs) thank you thank you resident mathematician amongst us uh 36 points so last week i got um eight points not too bad uh that's good for me considering there was 12 down Cavell, you got eight as well. Um, very honest when I gave you extra points uh, early in the week. I was trying to rush through them. Eight points for you. Omar got ten. That's his, that's probably his best week, isn't it? No, he didn't. Omar got ten. Sorry, Ranger Woodside. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. And what was the score from Sorry Park Rangers and Woodside? Oh, three, one. <laughs> oh, so he didn't. Oh, oh. Didn't did Stack he? The board. I put it as two nil, didn't I? I thought it was two nil. Right. So what did he get? He got eight. He got eight because Amari's winning. He's taking this very, very yeah, seriously. I won that week too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you did now, didn't you? Steve got seven points. Uh, Dan B, <laughs> you got four points. You keep my name out of your mouth when you're doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my name out of your fucking mouth. We've got a, we've yeah, got a res- resident Will Smith amongst us. Uh, Russell, um, keeping his um, scores as good as he's turning up and he's finished bottom. Uh, four points for him. Uh, and Amari, nine points. The winner this week. Just the one green. Pretty steady. Not really steady. One. How have you won this week? In the in the Quirda Municipal, actually, your first good week in the Quirda Municipal. <laughs> the difference. Yeah, yeah. Can I, get the, crap. can I get the expert back for my league now, or is that still? You can, yeah, you can have it back. I mean, we're all, you're all experts. You're all here for your expert analysis for your individual leagues. That's why you're here. Probably the first week I got more than one game right in my own league. Yeah, probably is. But well done. So the, the scores on the doors so far uh, going into um, episode eleven. Amari, top of the pile, 86 out of 1,457 or however many points it is. <laughs> <laughs> 86 points for Amari. Uh, next is Dan Cavell, 83. Um, so only three behind. One good week uh, is the difference now. That's, that's, that's what's keeping people involved. Uh, next up is me, 79 points. Steve is full for yeah. 78. Um Fifth, uh, is that fifth? Yeah, Omar, fifth, crept off the bottom now. 
68 points. Danby just behind him uh, with 70, with 67 points. Uh, but bottom is Russell. And as I say, we are looking potentially to replace Russell. Um, if you do come in, the forfeit is you do have to take Russell's um, points tally. So you are starting from the bottom, but the only way is up, as, as, <laughs> as Yaz sang. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's been a rough, it's been a rough few weeks. Hopefully this week is better. Let's get straight into um, all of the scores. And Russell actually failed to submit um, his predictions this week. So what I've done is is furnished his um, predictions column with um, two alls. So he's in tribute to the man himself and to ensure lots of shots um, are drank. Uh, there's 16 two alls in Russell's column. The rain today may put to bed some of these games anyway, uh, hopefully. Can you uh, imagine if they all come in? <laughs> if, Every... there's six, if there's 16 two alls, <laughs> I'm going to say corruption. <laughs> corruption, right. Uh just need to change Omar's um, total there. 68 from last week. Right. First up this week, let's do them in order. Uh, the OBD SFL, four games chosen by Gib, uh, chosen by Jamie, sorry, um, this week as usual. Uh, first game, Blendon against West Wickham. Um, Blendon finding themselves back in the Prem Division. Uh, from playing in the senior last season. West Wickham promoted from Division 1. Uh, neither of them really having the type of season I, I think they would have wanted to. West Wickham definitely not haven't continued uh, their momentum from winning a cup and, and promotion last season, Cavill. Um, Blendon, I think, perhaps finding their feet again this season. Uh, but look comfortable at this level. So this should be a real good game. Yeah, um, yeah it should be, actually. I, I think West Wickham have, have started badly, but... The three league games have been against Hacienda, two against PSG. So um, I still think, yeah, it's he, he, sort of hard to sort of know where they're going to be in the league. Um, yeah, I thought Blendon might struggle, to be honest, at the beginning of the season. But they've, I think they've won two from two. So, mm. um, yeah, they're, they're looking better. I think they've only lost 2-1 to Hatcham um, Sunday as well. So, yeah, they're looking um, like early contenders. So, yeah, I'll, I've gone 2-1 Blendon. 2-1 to Blendon. So did I and so did uh, Jamie. <laughs> so all three of us. Uh, OBD SFL specialists, I guess, or or that's our well, my my preferred um, the game up the league I've ref the most on this in this predictions show. Um, so yeah, two one, we've all gone that way. Omar went for three one to Blendon. Uh, Russell obviously gone for a two all. Just assume Russell has gone for two all uh, on every um, on every game and start drinking now because you might get all sixteen shots done by the end of the. Uh, podcast. Uh, Steve, you've copied Omar again. No conferring, I promise. <laughs> I'm sure he must, have, he must have hacked our chat, Sandra, or something and seen what I sent you. Maybe. Does he see all the cockpits that you send me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know what to say to that. You've outed me. <laughs> They're quite just difficult to see. Just make sure you pay me that 30 yeah. quid. <laughs> there is Zoom don't work. <laughs> 30 quid you said <laughs> 30 quid uh, Bila what do you think uh, I've gone a lot bigger than everyone else 4-0 to um, Blendham uh, I looked a lot at West Wickham like, played three haven't won one only scored four goals in the league um, and Blendham looked good so I just went for a big win it is weird to see West Wickham 
uh, not doing as well. We we've sort of spoke about him on the podcast, Dan Cavell. Like the the obvious um, comparison was like to you boys. The sporting club tells me boys like they've gone up through divisions the same way you did. I don't think they started quite as low as you boys did mm. uh, back in like what was it Erif United and all that. When yeah, it? Back, in, back in those days. But West Wickham have definitely been on that div two one div one uh, two one prem trajectory. Uh, but they they seem to be struggling uh, now. They're in the prem. Yeah, obviously one is a big jump um, to the Prem. And um, yeah, like I said, I don't want to dumb that burst their bowl. I, I don't think the Division 1 was that strong last year. So no. um, yeah, like I, I think a lot of teams down the bottom of the Prem would have would have been competing for the title in Division 1 last year. So like I said, there's a, there is a big jump. So obviously, and that's the thing, when you're going for a league title, it's completely different to turning up and just competing. So people lose interest easily, I suppose. That's true. It is a strong, strong division, isn't it? You look at like some of these, and some of these could be winning the like senior divisions in other leagues around London, couldn't they? Exactly, yeah. That, that's the thing. Like you, you that last year you had teams like um Farnborough Reserve, Beckenham Rovers, like them sort of team like South London Panthers, them sort of teams would be going for that division one title last year, and they was at the bottom of the Prem. I do enough. think as well, they've won a cup, haven't they? So, you know, yeah. you put your all into that all season, trying mm. to trying to put all your heart and soul into it. And sometimes it takes a bit of an effect on you. I think maybe that's what's happened to the start of their season. Definitely been on a high. And as you say, uh, Dan, I think you're right. A couple of losses, early doors, and people suddenly start feeling that hamstring that they haven't, that hasn't bothered them <laughs> yeah. for months before. Um, but yeah. But Amari, you have faith in the West Wickham boys. Apparently I'm the only one. You can't change yeah. your you can't change your prediction. No, I was uh, I meant this one. You take it so seriously now, Amari. You, I'm not letting you change your fucking predictions anymore. <laughs> I, I think I was doing better when I wasn't. Though. That's the thing. Well, but you, you've, like, yeah, you've given them a chance. Three, two. What made you say that? Because when pre-season, oh, I'm actually not <laughs> pre-season. They looked like they had a really strong team, and obviously from the final that we that I watched them in. I think you was there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, really I left. Good. I left before their one because I'd done. I'd watched the two morning ones. Oh, you watched? Uh, um, oh, I yeah. watched uh, the Vic Farrow and the Paul Pickard that day, and yeah, I, I couldn't stand anymore. Sunday league football. Fair. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. it was a good day. It was the one against Western, but um, no, they actually looked really good. And Brentford in pre-season, they had a strong team as well. But I'm not too sure what's happened, but. I still back them though. Uh, they are they are a good that they are a good side. There's no two ways about it, and I just think it's that what that what Cavell said. I think he hit the nail on the head that it's easy when like and Steve when you're going for cups and promotions, it's you're you're getting six you'll get sixteen players there every week. But um, yeah, but when you're when you're when you lose the first few heavily as well, um, a couple of those perhaps the squad players don't bother turning up if they don't think they're going to get any minutes or. Or what? But yes, yeah, it's, it's, there's plenty of time for West Wickham to turn it around and plenty of talent in their team. Um, it's up to them now, really. This is going to be a tough test for Blendon. Uh, we haven't really spoken much about them. And uh, when they went up to the senior uh, last season, I think a lot of people hoped that they would be the team that disrupted um, that sort of Essie Dons, Lambeth All-Stars, uh, Hatcham sort of thing. And it didn't really happen for them for one reason or another. Um, I think Saturday football commitments really hampered uh, Blendon when they went into the senior 
last year. So now they're obviously back down into the Prem where they won the division before. They know what it's all about. Um, they beat made... Dons in the cup as well, didn't they, the season before, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. they did. That was a strong no that was a very, very strong season for them. Yeah. Um, but they didn't capitalise on it and they will be disappointed that they want to get back into the senior uh, and right some wrongs uh, in their in their eyes at least. Good luck to both teams. Um, Royal Southwark against Sydenham is the next one. Two teams who have played each other a lot over the years in Division 2, in Division 1. Uh, you may even have been in a division with them at some stage, Cavell, so you know these two reasonably well. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, we was in Sydenham's league for maybe a year. Um, I, don't, I don't think we was in Royal Southwark's, but um, yeah, Sydenham, I think they've got a lot better and I've heard they've got some some players in this season. Like I think the title's gonna be out of them Lemon Long Lane to be honest. I think it's gonna be a two horse race. Yeah. Um but yeah I've gone four one Sydney. Um yeah to be honest I think it could be a couple more but yeah I think four one's probably sort of the average score. Um so yeah gone four one. Fair enough. I I think Sydney I had Sydney in in my predictions at the beginning of the season in our in our review of the over DSFL constitution I had Sydney in Duncan from Sydney um, works for the well, he records for the Southern Vets section, but he's also um, he also plays in goal sometimes for Sydney and gaffers them. He's a top bloke, and I back them for that reason really. But yeah, it looks like Sydney are really good. They're winning and they're winning big most weeks as well. Uh, but yeah, them and Long Lane, what a great game that's going to be eventually. Royal Southwark um, have disappointed since big talk on social media not too long ago <laughs> about their them being good enough to be in the senior from Division Two. Um, since then, they haven't really done anything. They won a Kent Cup in, in that season when when they were talking the talk and not really walking the walk. Dan Cavell has backed them 4-1. I've backed, um, as he's backed Sydney 4-1. I've backed Sydney 3-0. Jamie going big and going for 6-2 to Sydney. They have been scoring and they've been scoring well. They're a team full of confidence. Amari, you're going the way of Sydney as well. I'm, I'm imagining you had a girlfriend there at some stage. <laughs> um, no, I used no. to live in Sydney. Okay, with his girlfriend. I used to live, live off Sydney High Street. Okay. Um, fond fond so memories. To, uh, no, that's why I moved. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still back at them four-one just because of the goals that I've seen being put in away. So I agree with Dan Cavell. It would be four-one. Fair enough, Bela. Uh, I went 3-1 because um, uh, they're two wins. Obviously, they're going to win, I think. But we're against like Kamazi and Hayden Youth, wasn't it? Who I don't know. I think Royal Southwark might give a bit more of a task against them. But that's me having a bit of a guesswork. No problem. It's not. It's, 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 it's an educated guess. Steve, uh, Omar, Omar has gone for a 2-1 Sydney win. Um, but you've gone, you've gone balls out on this one. Yeah, do you know what? It's not even it's not even a banter choice either because I was going to go for a big five-one or something like that win, but I could actually, if you see uh, Jamie's prediction at, at six-two, I, I do think it's going to be a, a big margin. So I've gone for uh, the old eight-two, um, the the classic uh, Andrew's favourite result in Sunday <laughs> League. Um, funnily enough, we used to play when I was Spitfires. We used to play Sydney quite a bit. They were in our division. I think we beat them, and we never beat anyone. So they've come on leaps and bounds since they did since have a. I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but they did have a reserve team for a little while in the OBD. No, it was. I think. Do you know what? I actually think yeah. on our way to the Vic Farrow semi-final, I think we beat them in the quarters or the fourth round or something like that. So okay, 
So they, 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 they've come a long way. If we're beating them, then fucking hell, they've, they've got they've got miles ahead. Um, but yeah, Royal Southwark, they were all fart no shit for a year, weren't they? And then now they've just taken a tumble down the divisions, and they they seem to be uh, nowhere. They just exist. Mm. They were kept, <laughs> they they stayed. Um, they were they didn't they weren't relegated last season from Division One when I think they finished in places that what would have warranted it because of the mass yeah. exodus to the Super League. I think a few teams were saved. Um, so I really did expect them to to kick on and and to take that sort of reprieve, but they haven't done that at all yet uh, this season. Um, but yeah, eight. One of those teams that prove us wrong, I think. Well, they will. I think they're actually quite high in the table, but I just don't think they've they've played. I think they've played a lot more games than anyone else. Um, mm. And once these league tables do sort sort themselves out, I think it's. I think it will it will start being easier to predict these. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're second at the minute, Andrew. Yeah. But they have played three more games than the two teams behind them: three more than Sydney and three more than Long Lane as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's just looked at. He's looked at full time. Quickly. I've got a computer in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good luck to both teams. Uh, Sydney heavily backed on the podcast. No one giving uh, Royal Southwark a chance except Russell, who has gone for a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Um, last third game, West Western. We spoke about them a minute ago with their cup final against West Wickham. They play Alpington, uh, an intriguing game. This one, Alpington, I think, have just won big, they won 8 0 or something like that in their last game. Westrum having a real good start to the season. Um, Jamie backed Westrum 2 1. This is Jamie's division, division two. Uh, Jamie has backed Westrum to win 2 1. I've backed them to win 3 2. Cavell, you can only see a Western win as well. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think these are the top two in Division Two, um, and yeah, so it's basically just um, I think Western beat Alpington three-one earlier in the season as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've just gone three-one again. I think just a slightly better uh, record in the league, and obviously the early result. I think that seems about right. It's a decent so, yeah. away day that as well down to Western. They actually play in Western, so a big okay. new area. So yeah, it's a it's a decent away day. <laughs> not not many will fancy that. Omar has gone three one as well. So we're all Western so far. Uh Steve, you've been on the fucking phone to Omar again. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I funny enough, I echo what Dan Bell says and I, I saw that they won three one earlier in the season. So I thought I kind of stick with the same result. Lightning will strike twice. Play to you, um, Amari. Where was your Where was your predictions here? Mine, uh, four two Western. Um, I haven't really seen. I've seen Alpton play once, and that was against the uh, DC DC the, football. Yeah, the and they, yeah, they didn't really show up. In all fairness, I did have to send the captain off for Alpton, but they lost like five or six nil. But Western just looked like a stronger team from seeing them both anyway. Their experienced side. Uh, Russell obviously backing two all this week. Bila, you think this is going to be close? Uh, I didn't see the previous result against each other, if I'm honest. But um, oh, no, I'm still going to. I'm going to stick with it. It is going to be close. If you look at sort of the results in the league, I mean, Orpington are three points ahead. Only played two games more. Only lost one game. Uh, I think it will be close. You know, goal difference is similar. Three all. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. Um, fourth game. And last one for the OBDSFL, the Warren against Metro Massive. Uh, Jamie backing uh, a, a, in tribute to the man himself, a Desmond. Uh, I saw a tight, the Warren win, Metro Massive's wins this season. Uh, and all of their goals basically scored against uh, Crayford Eagles, who are the whipping boys in that division quite heavily. 
Uh, but Cavell, you're giving the Metro Massive boys a chance. Yeah, do you know what? I, I had written down, I think this is definitely the toughest game to call out the OBSFL. And so yeah. I've gone 3-2 Metro Massive. So that's sort of, we've got a draw and then the one way, uh, a win either way. So it sort of shows why. Yeah, I've, I've, it, like, if you look at the table, it's sort of nothing to choose between them really. So um, yeah, I've gone 3-2, but yeah, it could be anything really. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough game. Omar, backing you, uh, going with you as well, Cavell, with a 3-2 to Metro Massive. Um, Amara, you've gone big for Metro Massive. Well, not that big. 3-0. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just yeah, we'll go with it. 3-0. Let's just pretend I've got the reason. Three <laughs> 0 Metro Massive. Russell going for two all. Uh Bela, you're seeing the Warren doing the job. Yeah, this was my tactical vote. I thought everyone would be going for Metro Massive. But this probably shows why I'm nearly rock bottom. Um of this predictions flipping thing we do. <laughs> okay. Uh 3-0 the prediction. Uh 3 2, sorry, the prediction for Bela. Steve, last but not least, you're going Metro yeah. Massive as well. Uh played against Metro Massive. They actually knocked us out of the uh, uh London Cup this year. Okay. Um, I just know that they're they're a bit more physical and a bit more um bit more physical side than the Warren. The Warren are you young lads, they're very good football inside. Um, but yeah, but Metro Massive, I think will will be a bit tough for him. Going for a win, two one. Fair play. Uh, I did. I sort of said on the podcast on Monday that Metro Massive had scored some goals, but then when you take the ones they scored against Crayford Eagles away, uh, there wasn't much there. So this is going to be a real tight game. So good luck to both teams. I, like like Cavell, I think that one was the toughest one to call. Uh, you know what we about um, teams that they win by their you know their attitude and a bit more aggressive. Yeah. That, that massive are a bit like that. Fair enough. Good luck Team to both teams. Physicality. Who did you did you not like their physicality either? Well, they were they were a bit uh they were a bit bit a bit strong. I would just say that. <laughs> uh into Westfar we go. Uh, and the first one, Kingsford against Footscray Lions. A different Kingsford, I think we're talking about these days than the one uh, we may have predicted on a few weeks ago. Uh, they want a good little run now. They seem to have pulled their socks up. They're putting in some hard work, uh, but they are playing the Wiley, the Wiley heads of Footscray Lions this week. A team, Steve, um, you bumped head with heads with a couple of times last season. Um, you, they do seem a little bit more easy to get at this year. Footscray Lions conceding quite a few goals, and they do have a couple of losses uh, on their record so far this year. Yeah, first I just want to say uh, hello to Kingsford. I know they're watching, big fans of the show. Uh, and also I want to say you're welcome because their turn in form has come at the same time that we were criticising them. So it must have fired them up a bit. So, well, we uh, never criticised them. I just think we've we've always said we didn't, like, after last year, what a good young side they were. We couldn't see where their lack of form was coming from. And it seems they've done all right in cups and now they're going to try uh, and get this going. Uh, this yeah, I think is, we should this, take credit for it, though. And if yeah, they want to yeah. to the Christmas party fund and say thank you, then they're more than welcome. Yeah, we'll we, we take thanks and hampers. And uh, Steve, you said you like a Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. So if you want to send all that in, uh, a Yule but you're log right, for Steve. Uh, that's great, by the way. Yeah, they, uh, I think this they've gone up a few divisions, haven't they? So yeah. division, division six last season was too low. And maybe now division two might be a little bit too high in terms of defence. 
Um, they are a Vets team. You've got to take that into account. Yeah. But they've still got a goal scorer in them, but and they've obviously got a few good players. They can play ball, but they get they get tougher opponents who are a bit more leggy and uh, they they can run around a bit longer than than mm. we could in Division Six. Agreed. What was your prediction? Uh, I've gone for a solid Kingsford two one win. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game this one. I went for three two Kingsford as well. Just the young legs uh, proving the difference. I think on this one on Sunday, Gibbs has gone a bit wider for a four two. Um, Omar has gone four two as well. Uh, Cavell, it's we're we're four two heavy this week on this game. Yeah, I've gone four two. I think um, yeah, it's, it's this is probably the biggest turn. I think if you'd have asked me sort of three weeks ago, I'd have probably gone about six one Footscray Lions. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I, they lost. I think they lost four from the last five or something like that. Mm. Um, so Stat yeah, all. <laughs> Stat all. Stat uh, all. I think the first four or five games they're scoring sort of six or seven. So um, yeah, so I've gone four two Kingsford. Fair play. It's definitely a corner turned for Kingsford so far. Uh, the last month or so has been good to them. They've had some cut wins. Uh, and yeah, we're looking forward. I think this is a cut. This must be a cut game as well because Kingsford are Division 1 and Footscray are Division 2. So uh, this must be a cut game. So Kingsford have been good in the cups. Um, Bela, you're going for the uh, the old Wiley Vets. I'm starting to feel like I've had a mare this week again <laughs> after you. what you're saying. That could happen. Um, it could it could happen. Uh, they've they've started the game two 0 up basically with Matt Nucky. They got a striker who scores seventy goals a season in in their yeah. team. Got yeah, a yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, yeah, I'm happy with it. Then thanks, guys. You know Thanks, him, guys. don't you? You I work with you, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going Footscray three one. Fair play, Russell. Going two all uh, this for this one, uh, unsurprisingly. Um, Amari, though, you're <clears> going <throat> you're going for a Lions win as well. Um, yeah, I think there's be a cup set on the cards. Uh, okay. Footscray Lions have been in three two. It could be a cup set. Let's not write Footscray Lions off. And Kingsford's um, winning run is only two games, I think, and they've had a couple of shockers. Uh, and their first game of the season, I think, or their one, of, their first notable loss of the season was a loss to Barnes, who uh, are a similar similar side to Footscray Lions in terms of age. So, you know, a bit of game management from the Footscray Lions boys and taking their chances. They're, Which they're, they're very Yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. They're, they're a good side. They're, they're a top side. So they could easily beat Kingsford. It's not a silly prediction to predict them, them boys at all. Um, yeah, good luck. Good luck to both teams. That's a real good game. This is a big game uh, in the Prem division. Jam taking on Borden Sports A. Borden Sports A not played much league football this year. Uh, and Jam, I think, four for four. Uh, in the league they're looking the business this year uh, Phil staying quiet and keeping his counsel this year uh, on social media Re- on, uh, on previous years he's gone big on the chat but I think he's staying humble because I think he thinks they may have a chance this year Steve yeah I mean obviously we played didn't we in the, in the cup and from their attitude and the way they were in the cup no disrespect to them they, just, they didn't look like they give a shit and mm. they did the same against South Ballers as well I watched the video on a uh, on their YouTube and you know, Jam didn't look that impressive, but in the league, you can't fault them four for four. They're pulling out every stop, all the stops, you know, and, and doing everything they can. Um, I was with Dol- Bill Dolby on um, Sunday and he seems very up for it, very confident. I think he knows their, the strong points of Jam, which is the, the two forward guys, isn't it? Miles mm-hmm. and Richard. Yep. So uh, I, th- I think Bill, Bill's up for it and I've, I've got to back him. So I've gone for a three, two win to Bal- uh, Bowden. Three, two Bowden win. 
predicted. I went for a two all and Gibbs went for a three all. I think we both bottled that really. Uh, we wanted to sit on the fence. Uh, we got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of time for both teams. Phil, <clears throat> Phil's an excellent ambassador for his club and for West for it must be said. He's a big, he's a big cheerleader uh, of both things. And you've got to take your hat off to him uh, for that. Very passionate. Uh, and Billy is very passionate with his club. Um, they won't, this will be an absolutely amazing game. I, I wish I could go and watch it. Hopefully the weather doesn't stop this one from being played at down at Mottenham uh, playing fields. That'd be probably the only leveler for the game. It deserves a, it deserves um, a lovely surface, but they won't be getting that this Sunday. Uh, so that might play into Borden Sports' hands. Uh, I don't know. Uh, good luck to both teams. Amari, though, you're going with Jam. Yeah, I think they're just the league form just can't be ignored for me. To be fair, yeah, um, and I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to be looking to give it up anytime soon either. So I've gone three yeah. one as well. Fair play, Bela. There's a there's a theme. Yeah, again, same as Amari. The league looks too strong to kind of bet against three one for me as well. Cavill, three one for me as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like what you said, they, I think they lost their first game and I think they've won 10 in all competitions since. So um, it's, it's difficult to see past them. Yeah, so 3-1. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough game for Borden Sports, but but that's where that's where they've often they've often found their best performances. Um, everyone writing them off so far. Uh, even Omar has gone for a 3-1 jam win. So that means, gents, I'm sorry, that means if he's gone for it, it definitely won't be 3-1. <laughs> uh, but no good luck to both teams that's a proper good game uh, in Westford Prem that game uh, that would be one to watch uh, Avery Hill managerless uh, Avery Hill taking on New Park Gibbs giving New Park a good uh, write up after their uh, battle with them recently uh, New Park beating the Peckham Rye uh, Peckham Rye sorry boys um, not the Peckham Rye A boys at all sorry Steve um, but uh, yeah Avery Hill managerless uh, so maybe against a combative new park, this is going to be a tough game for the Avery Hill youngsters, Steve. Yeah, I mean, if you asked me a week ago, honestly, I, I might have had a different result here. But I've, having seen that Alex, <coughs> um, I've seen the new park video against our first team. I didn't realise quite how good they were, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Avery Hill, don't know what's going to go on down there. I know that they've got... Um, uh, Wayne, who helps out Alex, I think he might still be there in charge. So I don't okay. think it will change, but Alex is a bit is a good manager, and I think it'll have a big effect on the lads, um, especially the the goalkeeper who loved him dearly. Um, but yeah, New Park, I've gone for a four one win. It takes time to settle in for Avery Hill, so New Park win. Yeah, four one the prediction. I've gone three one to New Park. Gibbs going four one as well. That's interesting. All predicting decent wins for New Park. Uh, Cavell, you're you're seeing it the same way as us too. Yeah, I've gone three one New Park. Um, I think if I was just looking at the league table, sort of, you, know, you might have, I might have swayed towards a draw. But I've heard good things about them, especially off the Beckham Murray game. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so I know they're a good team. So that's why I've gone with them. Three one, the prediction from Cavell Omar going two one New Park as well. Um, Bela, you're the only one who's gone for Avery Hill. I'm either going to have a really shit week or a great week. <laughs> it sounds sad. Probably. Oh, <laughs> and I did I actually like did a proper bit I thought I did a proper bit of research this week and I'm looking at this thinking you idiot why are you doing these silly results but I've gone 3-0 Avery Hill anyway 
You never know. That's Sunday football. That's why we love it. Two all. The prediction for Russell this week uh, for that for the game three in Westfar. Uh, Amari, you're going with the majority of us. You can see a tight New Park win. Yeah, two one New Park for me. Yeah. Any reason or? Um, I feel like I had a reason, and I don't remember what it is now because <laughs> I've closed the internet app that I had full time open on. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. I'm the last one. I don't even remember. How is this guy winning? I know, I know. He doesn't care. (laughs) He only cares about the scores when he sees it on a Monday morning. And if I've got one wrong, that's the only time he steps in and actually pays any attention to any numbers to do with these games. Hey, it works. (laughs) Uh, You don't deserve deserve to win. We all need to start caring less, I think. (laughs) Be more like... Be a very quick podcast. (laughs) Uh, Last but not least... Uh, the fourth game in Westford this week is Beacons, the young lights shining bright uh, of Beacons this season uh, after many seasons of jibes of dimmer switches being switched off, etc. for me and Gibbs. Um, they're having a good year. A new new look Beacons team playing South Ballers, uh, putting a lot of work in uh, for the presentation and stuff of the club South Ballers. Looking better this year. Um, but Steve, you still can't give them um, any credit can you do you know what giving them a 2-2 draw is giving them credit because I actually think Beacons are in better form uh, they've won four of their last five and the only team they lost to was uh, AFC Bexley who we all know are a very good side yeah um, South Ballers much improved honestly much improved they are much improved they are and do you know what um, and now I've watched all Wester teams uh, YouTube videos I have to watch theirs in silence because their commentary is dreadful but in all honesty, they've got so much better at, on the pitch. From when we first played them in a friendly um, last season, but they were dreadful. And now they've, they've actually passed the ball around really well on the floor. And they got a draw against us and they could have beaten us, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that Beacons are really, doing really well this year. They, they are, like you said, they are a young side, so they're not going to win every game because of the physicality side of it. But um, yeah, two all I've gone for. Omar going for three all. So our two Westford contributors going for draws of different levels. Russell obviously going for uh, a two all this week. I've I've backed South Ballers um this week uh 2-1. This is a cup game, isn't it? Uh might be the uh division four cup game if it is one. It might not be. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Who knows? Uh Gibbs going for a three one Beacons win. Uh Amari, you're going big on the ballers. I am, and you can say I don't care, but I know that this one is a league game. This vision league four. Game, yeah. He's yeah, just flicked to that and, quickly, uh, as I said that. Yep, hundred percent. And no, but I do. I did actually look at this one, and my main thing was: if you got ballers in your team name, then you have to have a bit about <laughs> yeah, that, that. Hasn't no. mattered the previous years, though. No, well, no, I didn't know about it until until they were in the same league as Gibbs that he was calling himself average for for quite a long time but they have got some new management like whatever brownie's done a, a decent job of of turning them around and professionalizing uh everything about them that they're, they're better on they're better they're playing better football as well um but they were they were average and before that happened and I don't I don't think that's much of a secret uh Amari going 4-1 this week to the ballers uh, Bila, you're feeling a bit more comfortable about this prediction, I'm guessing. Yeah, I feel, oh, you guys, you make me feel all right. I like you guys. 
Uh, I've gone South Ballers 4-1. Uh, really, I went on the goal difference because they played the well, same points, but Beacons are like minus two and South Ballers are on six. So I could see them scoring more. 4-1. Fair play. Uh, Cavell? Bill has basically copied most of my answers. <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot. We've done a yeah, lot similar are. today. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, I don't think South Ballers have played many at the top of the table, whereas Beacons have. So that might be something to do with the goal difference. There you go. Cavell. I'll piss off, will you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone 4-1 as well. I've gone 4-1 Ballers. Um, yeah, it's the same thing. I just I think I see the goal difference and see they scored a few more. And I think, yeah, they, they scored four quite a few times this season. So, yeah, just went 4-1. Fair dues. Right. On to <clears> the <throat> Southern Sunday. Uh, four excellent games here. Uh, I pulled Graham about not listening to the podcast and he actually said, yeah, I didn't have time. I haven't got time to listen to it. So, Oh, it. man, that's disappointing. Uh, oh, Graham. <laughs> Graham. You ain't going to hear it, is it? You don't listen. You don't listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, anyway, one first game, Sporting Continental against Carpet. Uh, this is basically Prem against Championship. And this must be the Marcus Lipton. I said it not, or is this a different cup? Um, no, I think it's the um, the, the Prem Frank... against the Cham one, the Champs and Prem. Is it the Frank Blundstone Cup? Yeah, I think one? Frank Blundstone, I think it is, yeah. Um, this is yeah, a real good game. FBC yeah, there you go, Frank Blundstone. Um, Sporting Continental, uh, finally in the Prem, doing the business, looking uh, like they're, they found their home uh, early doors already in the season. Carpet, new boys coming over from the Met League uh, into the Championship from this uh, Southern Sunday, both teams having excellent seasons. Uh, Bela, no no uh, poems this week, so that means you've got to rely on doing some good old-fashioned analysis. Well, what, what look, did you look, think? I, I, no, look, there is there is something, and I'd like to preface, <clears throat> I'd like to preface how I got to where I got to, okay? Is that all right? <laughs> yes, please do. <clears throat> Laura's yours. So, a couple, couple of weeks ago, I mentioned something in jest about expressive dance. And of course, who slid straight into my DMs again? Cavell. Mr. Cavell. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he, he slid into my DMs and I saw it pop up on WhatsApp and it said, um, oh, what a great idea. Oh, what a great idea. You should do some expressive diet. And I ignored it. Just ignored it. Um, and then I had a call from him the next day, which, of course, I didn't pick up. Um, just <laughs> ignoring him. Um, next day, oh, I think it was a Wednesday, I was waiting for a uh, call from the doctors. Private number came up, so I answered it and it was Dan. Oh, shit. <laughs> he tricked you. Such a weirdo. <laughs> um, and it turns out, anyway, he was like, "Oh yeah, but I've done expressive dance classes. You should come around my gaff, and I can teach you how to do it and stuff." So, turns out, I went around Dan's twice last week. Um, Dan, you make a lovely beef bourguignon. Lovely beef bourguignon. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, he taught me some moves. So I'm gonna express how I feel about each result through dance. <laughs> Brilliant for an audio only podcast. What a fantastic idea! All right, are you ready? Are you doing it? Are you doing it now? You ready? Yep. Yeah, ready? Yep. <laughs> what, a, what a podcast! <laughs> what a podcast this is. Uh, five two sporting continental. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for the Five dance. Cavell, <laughs> right. have a word with your mate, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I've seen it live and, it, and it, look, it looks better than it sounds. <laughs> it <does>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I backed Sporting Continental 4-1. I'm seeing a big uh, Sporting Continental win. This will be Carpet's toughest game 
uh, in the Southern Sunday uh, so far. Cavell, you're going big on this one. Yeah, I've gone for eight too. I, I do one most weeks. And um, yeah, I think Sport in a second of the top division and carpet or fourth of the division below. So um, yeah, this is, I've just gone for eight too. I, th- I think, I suppose with all these games, I suppose it's sort of, yeah, teams give players a rest and give their squad players a go. But with a thought, if they sort of both play their strongest teams, it could be something about this. Fair play. It will be. I, I can see a big Sporting Continental win, personally. Omar going 3-1 Sporting Continental. Uh, Russell back in a draw. The only one of us not to back uh, a win. He's gone for a 2-all for those drinking the, uh, playing the uh, Sunday League Show Extra drinking you've been game. playing it, you? What's that? What did you Sounded say, mate? Like you've been playing it then. Sounds Didn't like I? you've been playing it. No, I forgot what I was going to I forgot the words that I usually say when I do all this, all this stuff. Uh, Steve, uh, you're going uh, for a clean sweep for uh, Sporting Continental. Yeah, I can only see it going one way. I think Sporting Continental will wipe the floor with them. Uh, from 3 0. Fair play. And Amari? I think, well, I've gone for 40 Sporting Continental, but I do think it's going to be a bigger squad than that, to be honest with you. Why didn't you predict it then? Because I'm, I, I just, I humbly take the points for the for the four two, and then can keep going. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. The game two, uh, Magpie recruitment taking on Dara FC first. This is a big game in Division Three. Uh, Magpie recruitment having a brilliant season, scoring lots of goals, and Dara FC just being that inconsistent side. Feeler, no, no matter what. There is a team there and there's a good team there, but they just can't seem to put it in week in uh, and week out. And you seem to think Magpie are going to capitalise on that. Can you express your feelings on the game through the power of dance, please? Yeah, of course. One second. (laughs) Is he he dancing with a Shetland pony? (laughs) There's a Magpie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, um, eight two to Magpie. Um, I, I think I'm doing this because Magpie have scored like 13, 8, 16, 12. Yeah. They've scored loads and loads, and Dara are so up and down. If the if the right Dara don't turn up, it could be a mauling. Yeah, you sound a bit out of breath, Danny. You're oh, right. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I did that. You know, Dan, that the whirlwind you taught me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I was doing that. Uh, okay, I thought it was for the next game, but it worked. No, well. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, so you broke up there, Steve. He's been teaching you his sex moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the whirlwind you was talking about, Randa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That was all. Uh, I went eight two for Magpie as well. Uh, Dara's inconsistency is just not convincing me enough that they've got enough to see off the Magpie boys who are in a rich vein of form. Uh, Cavell, uh, it seems like we've all gone virtually the same way. Yeah, so it's a bit of a mad one, actually. So, yeah, I think Magpie have played six, one five. Um, they beat second in the table, 13-1. Yep. And they've lost one in the league, and that was against Dara's 6-1. So, that's literally like the maddest thing I've seen. But, oh, yeah, I've gone for 4-1 just because, obviously... Past, really don't know if those missing players, but yeah, to lose one against six one against Dara is, is a bit mad, but mm. yeah, four one Magpie. Fair play. Omar going four two to Magpie as well. He thinks they're going to let a couple in. Uh, Steve, you're predicting a relatively tight game compared to uh, everyone else, really. If you'll appease me for one minute, I've got reasoning behind this result. 
so obviously there's a famous like poem whatever about magpies and obviously i'm due to have baby any day now not me my wife obviously i'm not pregnant uh, but there's one for sorrow two for joy three for a girl which is what we're having so oh e for no. magpie. you romantic bastard and then one for Tara. <laughs> but i didn't know they lost six one to him so i should have gone three one the other way really but yeah no three one no, no, Magpie don't really lose games of football. Uh, just in... the Dara one. <laughs> yeah, just, mad, just... isn't it? They haven't lost it. They hadn't lost the league game before that for something silly like eighteen months or or something like that. So they're a good side. Just an off day, presumably uh, before three one. The prediction from Steve uh, Amari. Not last but not least, uh, you're going fairly big for Magpie. Yeah, I did actually look at this one, and I thought the same as the other lot. But the other thing that I saw was. Dara drew 1-1 with Clapham Chiefs and then Magpie beat Clapham Chiefs 12-2. So yeah. I was going back because I thought everyone's going to go Magpie. I was going to try and go the other way, but I thought there's no way that they're going to get beat 6-1 again. So I've gone 5-2 Magpie. Fair enough. I think it, I mean, Clapham Chiefs, I don't know. I, I've, I've got this phrase, gatekeeper teams and and Clapham Chiefs, Dan, I don't, uh, Bieler, I don't know if you agree yeah. with me. They're sort of, if you do well again, if you finish above Clapham Chiefs, then you're going to be in a promotion place or there or thereabouts. And, yeah. Um, but also, man, t- 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 Magpie were in our, my division last year. And I know they went undefeated, but like they didn't. There were no scorelines really like this. So they must have picked up two or three really flipping good footballers because to go up a division and then smash it like 13, eight goals, 13 goals, it's crazy what they've done. I think they've at least signed one from AFC Putney in the Prem. Oh, okay. Yeah, AFC Putney are a very decent team as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've at least picked up one. I think their midfielder, Francis was saying. So um, clearly they've improved. They got a new gaffer in there as well. Um, so clearly... Just uh, looking at it. Right. Sorry. Um, their top goal scorers, their top goal scorer, Ross Cheatham, has scored 18 goals in six games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, silly. And then second is that like someone's got twelve and seven, and then the third is ten and six. So that's. I don't think my goal topped off six and eighteen games. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when we played them last, when we played them last year, we like we lost four one, but that was with a bare eleven and two players that wouldn't even t- get into our team. You know, like makeshift players, like with not with not a very good team, they beat us four one. Honestly, what they're doing now is just it's crazy. Yeah, their levels their levels above at the minute, and. Um... Oh. It's interesting to see what's going to happen to them as they go through the divisions, which they inevitably will. Um, it's an interesting fight between them and, and uh, Wandsworth Warriors for the rest of the season. Uh, game three is Painters Community against Top Deck. Um, the AFC Mortlake boys beaten this weekend, Bela. Uh, their little run of excitedness for the season after stay, their, their stay of relegation last year appears to be faltering. Uh, and Painters Community and Top Deck look like they're the top boys uh, in Division 4 this season. League uh, 4, yeah, sorry. Yeah, League 4. You're going, yeah, he's going to be fuming. Um, <laughs> Paint, yeah, Painters Top Deck, both played seven, fifth, one point like between them. Um, I don't know why, but I just feel like Top Deck might be a little bit more inconsistent, and I don't really know why I think that. Just maybe I played them last year. Um, and Painters maybe you could show up. us... Maybe you could describe why through the power of um, human movement and expression. I was going to, but I thought you were trying to sort of abridge my dance then, if I'm honest. I thought you were trying to... If you don't want to dodge. dance, you don't have to dance. No, I'm dancing, all right? <laughs> He's doing it. 
Oh, aggressive. That's painting. <laughs> That's painting. <laughs> ah, fuck it. All right. That's being decked. <laughs> uh, three one to painters. Okay, I've backed I've backed painters as well. I think it's going to be a tight one, no two one. Uh Amari, uh, you're seeing a similar. I think we're all thinking the same thing, bar one person who I'll save till the end. Thanks. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've backed them every week except for one. And the one week I didn't, they won. And just because everyone loves my dad jokes, I think that the community <laughs> are going to paint the top deck and they're going to win three one. Fair enough. Brilliant. Paint the uh, top deck, that's a good one. No, in no way obvious either. No, that's uh, original. That was oh. <laughs> Omar going two one. Uh, Cavell, you think the same way as the the, the same majority of us? Yeah, I've gone four two. I think um, yes, I got the same reasons I gave. I think it was the um, all put game. Um, Payton's beaten four two earlier in the season, and just got a slightly better league record. So yeah, I've, I've got to sway towards Payton's. Fair enough. Steve, you missed that earlier, a bit of analysis as well. So where did you go on this one? Not that it's a stupid prediction, by the way. Top deck could so easily... To everyone else. Yeah, I okay. want to stand against the crowd. So I've gone the other way to everyone, obviously. And I think that they're going to deck the painters. Beat Ooh, that. Hey. Decent. decent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Russell has gone to all for this one, as he has done for every result the rest of the podcast game four is a massive game uh two teams who battled it out last season at the top of division eight league eight i want to say uh mundial b and rosendale sports have now got sheen park rangers in the mix with them uh fighting it out at the top of their division um mundial b against rosendale sports is a bit of a classic beeler there was a cup win for rosendale sports whilst mundial b took the league title between the two um they neither of these teams can really afford to lose any sort of game with the likes of Sheen Park, as I've said already, uh, lurking around and not looking like losing very many games of football. So this one is a little bit of a six-pointer. Yeah, it will be. It's a big game, actually. Um, <clears throat> I can't go against Mundale B because I think they were my pick to win it at the beginning of the year. Right, OK. Um, yeah, and I don't know, this looks super strong, but neither team's lost, so it could be a, could be a big game. Um, okay. Yeah, I've got to say, I've got to admit something now, actually. Um, so when I was around Dan's, place we got through the um the first three, we got through the first three results like fine we're having a laugh and stuff but i think we'd had a few too many beers and we sort of had a falling <laughs> oh we, we had a falling out we had a falling out actually about sort of one of the moves he wanted me to do and i wasn't too happy so i stormed out <laughs> so the windmill i didn't actually get time to do this one um so i've gone for free one monday i'll be okay 3-1 Mundi LB. Same as me. I went for 3-1 at Mundi LB. They've just seemed to have the better of Rosendale in the league games last season. Um, and so I went that way. Uh, Cavell, uh, you've gone very similar. Yeah, I, I put as well, I think this could be the game of the week out of all the fixtures, actually. Um, yeah. I, think I don't think they've dropped a point between them. I've got they've scored 53 goals between them in 10 games. Stats all. <laughs> Stats all. Um, yeah, so I've gone 5-3 Mundi But yeah, it could be any scoreline, really. Fantastic work from you, Cavell. Uh, Omar <laughs> going 3-1. Russell, 2-all. Steve, I think it looks like we're all, everyone's predicted uh, a Monday LB win. What way did, how many did you do you think? How can you go after Dan Cavell's analysis there? You should have just left it at him, really. He could be at the World Cup, him. He could, he could. 
I've uh, I've gone off last season's results and I saw that Mondial obviously uh, got the better of them and I think that it will stay that way. I've gone three two. Fair play, uh, Amaru to see us out. Yeah, I've gone the same three two. It's literally just picking who's seems that they've had the better of the teams that they have played so far. Even though I know Mondial's got two more games played, but they just look like they're free scoring at the moment. Yeah, they are. You need to be free scoring in this division if you're gonna have if you're gonna keep up with. Uh, Shane Park, they're scoring loads of goals as well. That's three of us going for 3-1, two of us going for uh, 3-2, uh, and Dan Cavell going for um, a two-goal split as well with a 5-3. There could easily be goals in here. Uh, no silly predictions. Russell going for uh, a two-all draw, uh, obviously. Uh, Quirden Municipal time, and last but not least, um, the fourth league uh, of tonight's running order. Uh, Amara, you've got the floor uh, for all of these games. Uh, London Warriors versus Spartans is the first game up. Maybe this is why Russell didn't want to come on the podcast tonight. He feels, I think, a little bit like they've got through games by the skin of their teeth lately, uh, Amari. Obviously, seeing off 10-man uh, Saha 11 this week in the in the County Cup, was it? Yeah. Um, and beating Saha 11 at the moment doesn't, sit, doesn't seem too much of a task, uh, with all due respect to... My podcast colleague Roger. Um, All right, here's Andrew. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think on this one? What's your analysis on this one? Um, I'm a bit surprised by Russell's prediction. I thought he would have backed his own team, to be honest. Yeah, same. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, is that no, genuine? Is that his actual team, and he didn't back them? Uh, so, I've oh, given, yeah. right. So the story between was he fucking dancing. Yeah, the, the story the story of Russell's predictions is I've given him two alls all the way through because he didn't give me any scores this week. Yeah, sorry, ignore that. Yeah, of course, ignore that. Ignore that. Go on, no, Mara, but, sorry, um, mate. I've, I think I, I think Russell's team is going to be more motivated by the fact they haven't lost this season and top of the league is well within their reach. Um, yeah. So I reckon they're just going to keep pushing pushing forwards for it and it's going to be a, a 4-1 to Spartans because London Warriors are organised but when they do start to concede they sort of do like turn on each other right, okay. and Russell, Russell's team loves that sort of stuff as soon as you do that they're just going to get on top of you and it's just going to be a long day from there <laughs> Fair play Russell going 2 all as I said uh, Roger backing a 2 all um, as well this week so that's two of, two of our teams seeing a close game uh, I've gone 2-1 to Spartans. I think when you're winning, they are still winning, maybe not playing uh, as good as uh, Russell would have liked them to. But when you're winning, uh, that does remain a habit. And I think that will stay this week. Um, looking looking through the predictions, um, most people think the same. Cavell, you think the same, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say the same as you, actually. They've, uh, I think they've won three in the league, but, but they're both against the bottom two. But obviously a win's a win. And I suppose if you've got momentum, you've got momentum. So, yeah, I've just shaded them 2-1. Fair play. Uh, can't argue with you there, obviously. Uh, Omar going 3-1 to Spartans. Uh, Bila, you've gone with the vast majority of us this week. Yeah, mm. yeah, purely because I think Warriors lost, in the league anyway, Warriors have lost three and Spartans haven't. So I've just gone for a Spartans 3-2 win. Fair enough. <laughs> Steve, are you playing the uh, are you playing the uh, reverse psychology game on this one? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm hoping to nick that point if, if everyone else doesn't, you know. Um, I need to claw my way back up to the top of the table somehow. I've well, got back in your fellow podcast members. You ain't here. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Uh, three two the prediction from Stato Steve three two for London Warriors. That could end up being um, a good prediction. London Warriors, we don't really know too much about them, uh, especially at this level. Um, so we're still finding our still finding our feet as predictors uh, with the new teams at this level. A big game in Division One. Surrey uh, South Sea Wanderers taking on Surrey Park Rangers. Um, South Sea Wanderers again, Amari, a little bit flattering to deceive. Um, some losses we didn't expect them to to get against the likes of Addington United. Um, Surrey Park Rangers step up to Division One seems to be a bit of a tough transition for them at the moment. Do you give the Surrey Park Rangers boys any hope against South Sea? I, I've, it's going to be a close game, to be honest. And my, although I've, I have gone three-one South Sea, I think it will be two-one for the majority of the game, and then they'll get one late on. Okay. But I also think worried for Surrey Park Rangers in the fact that it's already like what three points off the next team ahead of them. So I think it's going to become like a them and us sort of thing. If they don't start to get some wins soon. Yeah. Um, because they got it in them as like the cup games when they push Russell the way to pens with what nine men, ten men. Mm-hmm. Like they've got it in them to do it, but just in the league they haven't been recently. No, definitely not. And they need to get those those strikers scoring goals like they have done in previous years and and drag them through games. That'll be interesting to see what happens uh, to Surrey Park Rangers this week. South Sea Wanderers will be desperate uh, to get wins. Uh, they can see a Santola who've, who've lost their first game of the season uh, this week in the cup, mind you, um, not in the league. They lost in the cup. Uh, Santola lost to Gold Coaching, just reminding us that they're still around as well. Gold Coaching much improved this year. Uh, Roger going for a 4-1 South Sea Wanderers win. Uh, and I went for 3-1 South Sea Wanderers. Uh, just looking at those last few results for Surrey Park Rangers uh, against the likes of South Sea Wanderers. That will be a tough ask for the boys. Uh, and it will take a big performance for Surrey Park to come out of this. South Sea, definitely the favourites. Cavell, uh, you've gone for uh, South Sea Wanderers as well. Yeah, I've gone forward too. Same reasons. I think just form and yeah, sort of how it's gone so far. I think you can't really see past the South Sea win. Um, so yeah, forward too. Fair enough. Omar going big with a 5 1 uh, South Sea Wanderers prediction. It, it could be that. That's not stupid. Steve, you're going with sticking with the pack this week on this one. I am, yeah. I've got, for this one, I am. Yeah, I've gone 3 1. Uh, South Park Rangers just look like they can't stop the goals coming in, and uh, South Sea Wanderers look like they can't stop scoring them. So 3 1 of them. Fair enough. And Bela, last but not least, you work with someone who plays for South Sea Wonders, don't you? Oh, I actually do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, it's just easy to say in the Gordon and in the sport because yeah. you, you probably do. Um, I do. What, what? Listen, did we change these results? Like, which game was on? Because I'm looking at my phone now and I've got like Santola against Kaizen. Yeah, there was a, there was a county cup game. There was so a county was... cup game. And what, did we take it out or something? We took out the Kaizen game because I think Kaizen or Santola or both are playing in county cups. Uh, do you know? Yeah, I didn't even see any. And I've got 4-1 for South Sea, yeah? Yeah. Cool, perfect. I'll stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 4-1, the prediction from Bela. Um, yeah, so everyone kept thinking that uh, South Sea will win by a couple, potentially, or more. Uh, so we think comfortable. For the South Sea boys, Surrey Park Rangers, as Steve correctly said, leaking goals at the back. Only Russell giving them any chance of being in the game with his two-all prediction uh, in the game. Uh, the the other one we had um, on there was Woodside against AFC Shirley. Sadly, Shirley um, have folded, so Shirley not. not. 
surely not um overnight that's a shame but that just means uh one less game for us to, to get to not get wrong i guess guys which is which is always a positive um and yeah shame a shame that our team has folded so early in the season but it's been a rough start to the year for Shirley um i think they've struggled to get 11s out for most of the season so um they look really up for it in the agm though beginning of the season yeah they they're, they're, they've been a good side haven't they when they have turned up they've got some decent results or a yeah. decent result i think it may have been not taking the piss but they beat they beat, they've all uh, had a good team they they beat Fort and rangers quite comfortably um, I believe so. In the yeah, in one of the cups. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. So no game for Woodside this week. Uh, so yeah, just the three quarter municipal games for us to predict. The next one and last one is Huxley Guards against Fulton Heath Rangers. Uh, Fulton Heath Rangers, Amari, as we said on the podcast, either win by four or six or whatever, or lose by four or six. So it's completely impossible uh, to predict. Or they lose by one against my team. Yeah, well, you, everyone else is beaten by six and you you guys could only beat them by one. Maybe we're wrong to to put you as such favourites in the league. Yeah, you still didn't score fucking eight, Amari, did you? Well, I scored one. You haven't scored for a while, have you? Seven, seven I scored less. Sunday. Oh, did I literally you? just scored. You haven't put, you haven't put the video <laughs> on. Oh, I can't can if you want. I'll put in a group chat and you just have to go at the keeper again. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was the keeper. <laughs> You've noticed it now. I've no pointed it out to you now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goalkeeper. No, it actually was. It was a, a terrible pass. And then, yeah, the keeper called for it, came for it halfway. Then defender said, no, stay there. So he got caught in no man's land and it's not to pass him. Oh, fair enough. What is your prediction but, um, for this game? I want to tell the grandkids. Well, this, <laughs> this game is the best case result for my team that we want would be a draw because if both teams win all their games in hand they're level on points of us okay um, so although Huxley got a second bottom they've only actually played 3D games yeah they haven't played um, any games at all yeah and they they're a completely different team to the team that was in Div 1 last season yeah obviously they've dropped out they've got like a lot of a lot of younger boys in that are quite quick and 40 Rangers although they do have a couple of boys that play in high level very physical, very big, but you can get in behind them. So it's gonna it's gonna be backwards or forwards. But I think Fort Neath Rangers, just because they've got the league top goal scorer at the moment, uh, Carnell, he's yeah. ridiculous when he gets yeah, on the ball. I think yeah, he's four two. He scored yeah, a hell four two Fort Neath. Fair enough. He scored a lot of goals from last season, and he's picked up. He's picked up exactly where he left off last year. Uh, work colleague of Dan Beeler, of course. Guess go over to Dan Beeler. Uh, and find out his prediction. You're right. Huxley Gars are going to pull off an absolutely defensive masterclass. Uh, it's going to be nil-nil. <laughs> uh, so does that mean Fortney Rangers aren't going to have a defensive masterclass then? No, it'll all be Fortney Rangers attack, attack, attack. Huxley Guards are going to pull off a blinder. Fair enough. He's got, he has to put his nil-nil in somewhere. Uh, and he's done it in this one. Fair play. Cavell, you think it's going to be a tight game as well? Yeah, so I thought I found it quite hard to predict. I know Fulton East Rangers started well and they've lost sort of a few dodgy results and Huxley Guards are near the bottom. But if you actually look at their results, they've been too bad. So, mm. um, yeah, I've gone three all. Fair play. I've gone 5-1 to Fulton East Rangers thinking that they're going to uh, get those big scores against uh, Huxley Guards who, yeah, they haven't played much football. So maybe Fulton East will catch them cold. Uh, Roger thinking the same way, 4-2 oh. to Fulton Heath. Um, Steve. What about Russell? 
<laughs> yeah, Russell's gone two all. Once oh, okay. Uh, Omar, Omar back in a four-one to uh, Fortney Rangers, and Steve, you've not tried to play the game this time. No, no, I've gone off. I've kind of been listening to what you've been saying about Fortney Rangers over the last uh, eleven episodes of the show, um, saying that they are a good side. They're a good side, so I, f- I fancy them this week. I've gone three-one. Fair play. That's all the predictions uh, for this week. Just to remind you, <laughs> go on, mate. Sorry to cut you. Can I just say, just out of fairness for whoever takes over Russell's team, uh, Russell's um, predictions, we may as well give Spartans the win because you know that he'd back his team. Well, three two. Just, uh, yeah, we, just even a one nil or something. What do you think, boys? What should we? Twenty five nil. Right. Am yeah. I thinking Russell's the only guy behind me? Yes. Twenty five nil. Yeah. No, I think it stays. It stays. If it happens, he gets a point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If the two all happens, he only gets a point. How about that? On any of these, so draws, he only gets a point for the draws, yeah. Basically, all right, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, if you do want to take over from Russell, he has sort of said that he's finding it hard to find time to record. Uh, if you are part of the Quidam Municipal um community and like listening and want to take part in all this stuff. Uh, please get in touch with me or or Amari in your various group chats and whatever. Uh, boys, thank you for your time this week. It's been a really enjoyable show this week. Um, hopefully the weather stays off uh, and we can get some of these games played. Uh, but I'll see you all next week for the next show. Thank Good you. Luck, see you later, guys. See you later, boys. Searching for players, searching for clubs, find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.